Hello, kiddies. It's me, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. <laughs> Twelve, eleven, ten, nine. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Ninja Star! What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to... The Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. Our favorite podcast. It has begun! Oh, yeah! Woo! I am awesome! You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. Hey, man, I was on a UFO. I really was, man. Hey, your cousin and I, man, he had a bag full of dope, man. We met all these chicks, went to a massage park, and we went on a spaceship. We're in a weed field, man. We got sucked up by a spaceship, man. It's so full of blood and tits. Like, what more could you want from a low-budget horror movie? It rules. Well, it eliminates all the other things you don't like, like story. <laughs> so... To break it to you, losers, but Han Solo's a bitch. That are alive, you are coming with me. I mean, they call me the genetic jackpot for a reason. Right. Not just because of the athleticism, the big muscles, the cool hair, the good looks. <laughs> I'm also a really, really smart guy. <laughs> so, you know, always have a plan. The whole package right here. It's your boy Kel Mitchell, and you're listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Come on, get on the Starship. It's going down. Yo, McKnight, let's get it. Yeah! No, seriously, I do, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. All right. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of the Ninja Starship Podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Falling Down Beer Company in Warren, Michigan. Go to www.fallingdownbeer.com. They're providing us with this delicious ninja chicken for this episode. This episode is also brought to you by SourcePoint Press. SourcePoint Press is an independent comic publishing company based out of Michigan specializing in horror and sci-fi. Titles like Nora by Casey Pierce, illustrated by Sean Seal, The Painter by Josh Werner, short stories from David Fielding, a.k.a. Zordon, and plenty more. Go to SourcePointPress.com for more information. And don't forget, if you use the offer code NINJASTARPOD, you receive 20% off on any order. That's a pretty good deal. Just put in NINJASTARPOD, get 20% off, whatever you want. 
This episode is also sponsored by TMNT Box. Use the same offer code NinjaStarPod and you will receive 10% off on your order. This is a monthly subscription box where you're going to get two to four items every single month, all officially licensed TMNT gear, which is totally great, totally awesome, especially because the movie just came out. Why not fill your house with more TMNT memorabilia? Because... TMNT is an awesome franchise and you know you're getting 10% off so you want deals we got deals those are the deals for those following me on social media you know that I just spent three days in Niagara Falls at Niagara Falls Comic Con in Niagara Falls Canada Uh, I just spent three days there with uh, two good friends of mine Josh Ram from the Top Rope Review podcast and Jason Clark from an Elegant Weapon podcast uh, this is Jay's homeland. So we went there and, and enjoyed Canada and had, uh, you know, Jay show us around and show us some things, which was really cool. We got to see the falls right away. Uh, there is no other word to describe Niagara Falls other than just purely majestic. I mean, especially I, I haven't seen it from, you know, I, the American side since I was really little, but I went to see it from the Canadian side this time. And as soon as we saw it, it was just like, Wow, look at this. And then my immediate second thought is who in their right mind would ever decide to go over this in a barrel? You don't you don't just decide to do that in your right mind, honestly. And then we heard like 10 people did it. I don't know that if this is historical fact, but from what we heard was 10 people had did this back in the day and the 10th person ended up surviving. That means there was nine other times that someone said, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get it this time. You know, no problem. Stupid. But yeah, we spent three days in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls Comic Con was uh, pretty cool. I mean, you know, it was a, it was just medium sized uh, event. Not, nothing too huge. Nothing too crazy. Um, you know, you pretty much got the whole layout within. Well, I mean, we got there right when doors open. So you pretty much got the whole layout you know, in 30 minutes where everything is. Um, the guest lineup was pretty cool. The vendors were really, it was, it was nice seeing the new vendors because, you know, traveling to all these different comic cons, you know, you see a lot of the same, a lot of the same vendors, a lot of the same people, which are all your friends, which is cool, but it was nice to, and kind of refreshing to see all new vendors having all new stuff, uh, all meeting, all new creators, all new comic creators, Canadian comic creators. Uh, we met people like a Shea Han, uh, the guys from the Toronto comics anthology. Um, we just so many, I can't even remember everybody, you know, Jay was really, uh, introducing us to everybody that he knew over there which was really cool because this was this this like this tapping into this whole other world of of comic creators that we don't ever get a chance to see meet or or read their work um and definitely not as familiar with them as we are you know our own local guys so it's really cool uh they got a lot of really cool stuff the Legends of Wrestling were there as well. We got to see Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, Lex Luger was on the bill, but we didn't see him. He might have showed up later Sunday. We kind of took off at about noon Sunday. Um, Lanny Poffo was supposed to be there, I guess. He didn't end up showing up. There was a lot of cancellations. Uh, some of the bigger names, you know, canceled, which, you know, kind of a big bummer for fans. That always sucks, but I'm sure there was scheduling issues or something. Um, the con itself... Well, let me backtrack a little bit. When we saw Jake the Snake, um, that was something. That was really something to see Jake the Snake. And we, you know, when I got home yesterday, I got on Netflix and I watched The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And that is such just a powerful movie. Uh, It really shows, like, I mean, this is a guy who just had it all. He was at the top of his game, one of the most popular wrestlers of the 80s. And he 
as that went away, he just went downhill. And how do you fill that void? And he chose, you know, drugs and alcohol. And from the beginning of this movie to the end of this movie, you see this transformation of Jake the Snake Roberts that is, for lack of a better word, just beautiful. It really is. Beautiful filmmaking, beautiful story. I highly recommend going to see or getting on Netflix and watching the resurrection of Jake the Snake. It's an amazing documentary. Um, but when you're finished with that, it'll also lead you to another awesome documentary called Sheik, all about the Iron Sheik. That documentary is amazing as well. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan, these are two things that you need to get on Netflix and check out because they are that good. Um, so yeah, we saw the Legends of Wrestling, which was very cool. Uh, we got to meet, I got to meet John Kassir, who's the voice of the Crypt Keeper, as you guys got to hear him do the most amazing show ID for us. So thank you, Mr. Kassir. That was awesome. Very cool guy. Uh, very engaging with his fans. That was the, that was the thing. Like we, I stayed in line for about ten minutes to get up to him, and then when I finally got up to him, like the guy really took the time. Like genuinely looks in your eyes and shakes your hand, says hello, talks to you, asks you what you liked about the show. And, you know, I kind of got the feeling that this was that kind of guy because it, it was about two people in front of me. There was a gentleman in a wheelchair and he's sitting there and, you know, he had a whole suitcase full of Tales of the Crypt memorabilia. And uh, John Kassir signed every single piece and he was actually thrilled looking at all of it. So, I mean, this guy, he, he loves what he did. He loves that people are fans of it, which is super cool. And we also met Howard Finkel, one of the original WWF announcers. Uh, and this guy was just so cool. So genuine, uh, gave us another great show ID, just a, a really cool guy. And then again, took the time to engage, you know, with me and Josh asking us about how we feel about the WWE brand split and you know, what the future of WWE and, and, you know, different announcing thing. And it was just, it was just really cool to kind of, you know, go down memory lane with this guy. And he also gave us one of the greatest show IDs of all time. But for that one, you'll have to listen to top rope review because it's just, it's, it's that good. We went to the Jay and silent Bob Get Old podcast Saturday night and all I'm going to say is I wasn't exactly thrilled I, I just I, I wasn't thrilled I'm a, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan a huge fan of of him and what he does and what he's done for me and my podcast career and and life in general just from him being an inspiration and you know one of the 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 greatest entertainers that I've ever seen and I, you know, all I, all I'm going to say is I just chalked this up to, a, a you know, a bland night. It, it wasn't, it wasn't there. It just was and maybe it's just that it's that show and whatever else, but you know, it, I, I don't know. There was just something there that we've seen a lot of people leaving. Uh, you know, the guy also does talk for three hours and unless you're a very, very big Kevin Smith fan, I can see how could that could be a little long, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, he was a little late for the show, but you know, whatever, whatever. So after the con, we went out that night and we went and seen the town, which is kind of like a mini Vegas, but with like weirder attractions. There's a wax museum. They have like seven haunted houses in this little, you know, two street radius. Uh, it's weird, you know, attractions and then all, all kinds of bars. There's like a dinosaur putt putt. There's seven or eight haunted houses. There's wax museums and then there's bars. 
that's what you have <laughs> for attractions. The, and, and, and we we kind of just walked out and went and did our thing because uh, there wasn't really a VIP party uh, or any kind of after party, official after party set up. There was some uh, there was some bars that you know welcomed Comic Con goers and things, which was very cool. So big shout out to those uh, to those bars. And we ended up actually going to a bar called the Geekery, uh, where we lucked out and found some nerdy burlesque dancers, and it was nerdy burlesque karaoke. Josh and I. I ended up getting up there and wailing this badass duet of Power of Love. Uh, Jay Clark got on stage and just killed it with some Bob Marley. And not only did he kill it with some Bob Marley, he issued a challenge to one of our local karaoke champs, Dirk Manning. And he's coming for his championship belt. So, Dirk, you better watch out. Jay's coming to get your he's coming to get your belt, brother. Oh, yeah. Um, what else did we do? I mean, we, it was just, it was a cool experience because a, we went to a, another country to go to this con. It was our first con out of the country. You know, I didn't know, I figured it would be the same and it, there was a lot of the same, but there was also a lot of, a lot of differences. You know, that's the cool thing about Canada. It's like they're, they're our, our close cousin where it's like, they're almost our brother, but there's just some differences. Um, you know what I really do like, I love the loonies and toonies fact, the ones and $2 coins. That's pretty awesome anyway long story short we're going to be going back next year for niagara falls comic-con uh looking forward to it hopefully you know the bigger guests don't cancel uh but either way it's still worth it's still worth it if you're in if you're in the area check it out i'm definitely going to go back next year hopefully the bigger guests don't cancel because that's always a bummer but you know hey shit happens sometimes uh we're i'm going to be going to hamilton comic-con later on in october which is also in canada uh jay's like you got to check hamilton out too hamilton's super fun and then we're going to be going to fan expo later on so that's three trips to canada this year based off just the one so if you're in the area, check out Niagara Falls next year. If you want to go to Hamilton, you'll see us there. Come say hi, please. Canada is awesome. Niagara Falls Comic Con, thank you very much for bringing me out. I really appreciate it. It was it was definitely an experience and can't wait to see you guys next year. My next guest calls in from the Starship Hotlines to talk about his brand new movie, The Order. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Jason Font. Time Force Red Ranger. You guys know him as Wes from Power Rangers Time Force. He's been in a couple other things. Also, you know, came back for the Legend War. Uh, The guy's a super talented actor, super nice guy. And he joins us to talk about his brand new movie, which is at Indiegogo right now. I hope you guys can check it out. We're going to post the links on Facebook.com forward slash Ninja Star Pod. So you guys can check this out, donate to this movie so it can reach its goal and they can give us the best possible product out there. I'll let Jason tell you all about this so without further ado jason font hello everybody this is jason david frank the green ranger and you are listening to the ninja starship i am very excited to talk to you about this because this is not (laughs) this is not power rangers i mean this is something on a whole other level i mean you even get shot in the trailer yeah yeah i do what uh yeah it's just it's cool what uh what what can you tell me and the fans about this movie and how you kind of came to be involved in it? Well, so basically we uh you know for a lot of years I think uh a lot of us Power Rangers have seen the fan base grow up and have a thirst for a little bit of an older version of you know their their, their favorite heroes in, in in Power Rangers. You know they wanted to see stuff but a little older. And with uh, you know, with the creation of the, the new Batman and the Superman and the darkness of all these things, 
you know, we I think a lot of us felt that the current Power Ranger show, you know, it's still designed for kids, you know. So we had ideas floating around, and um, you know, a lot of us did. You know, Michael Cope had some ideas before, and we've had we've had a lot of stuff over the past. But Karen Ashley and David Fielding, who played Zordon, and uh, Johnny Youngbosch put together and created a really good script, and um, they went after some of the Rangers that they you know that that had a nice fan base, or some of the Rangers they were closer to, and uh, wrote parts for us in it. And approached us all with the script and said, "Hey, we we have you in mind for this. This is what we're looking to do. Do you want to uh, jump on board?" And that's what happened. That's so awesome. I, you got yeah. I mean, you guys, you're you're a very, uh, you know, the, the Ranger crew is a very tight family. And I mean, you guys pulled people from all kinds of different casts. Like you got Time Force in this, Mighty Morphin, Zio, Turbo, Wild Force, Mega Force. Uh, now Yoshi signed on. He's from Dino Charge. I mean, you know, you guys are really pulling in you know the the whole ensemble here what what can you tell me about your character well um what i can tell you uh, yeah we're, we're, we're leaking out pieces as we go so I, I have to be somewhat um sparse on it unfortunately okay but it's it's a group of um almost like undercover uh you know almost like a group of navy seals that help keep keep the world in order they're kind of the uh they're underground group that when things go wrong in the world, they fix it. Okay. And um, some things happen, which still can I say that? Uh, so that's that's what this, this, that group is. They're 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 undercover, like an expendables um, that help keep things right. Okay. And uh, some things happen, which changes the dynamic of this group. Okay. Um. So you're going to see a bunch of really. I mean, everyone is there. There's no superhero powers. They're not superheroes. They're highly trained assassins. They're highly trained undercover government people that, um, like I said, the the whole Navy SEAL, uh, Ranger type thing, you know, military type thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, some stuff happened that, that creates some problems within the group. That's all. That's what I'll say. Okay. Yeah, it looks like on the Facebook, it looks like there's, you know, actually like two groups going, like the Order and the Chaos fighting each other from what we can see. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah that, that's, yeah. I think that they've kind of shown that, that there's there's something that happens that creates a division. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, that's why there's that whole pick a side, which side do you choose type of thing. Right. And you are you guys are currently filming right now, correct? We're not. We're not. They they did the trailer, and the goal with this is to uh, to create a lot of really special perks for the fans. So it's not like, and then they they created the Indiegogo campaign. Okay. And um, is to raise the money to keep to keep the rights um, for us, and then get this movie done. Um, a lot of the. You know we're gonna. I know they're gonna. They're gonna have some names in there, which is where some of the a lot of money's gonna go. But the um, but we want to we want to create the you know create a budget for this so we can shoot this ourselves, make the movie, um, and uh, hopefully then start getting distribution and stuff like that via theatrical or Netflix or whatever. However, it works out. Right. 
the thing that I really like about this is that even on the Indiegogo page, you know, it says even if, you know, this doesn't get successfully crowdfunded, like we are still going to make this movie. Like we are still going to give this to the fans. And I think that says yep. something really about you guys and, and how much you actually care about the fans. Yeah, it's going to happen regardless. Um, you know, if, 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 you know, they've budgeted out. I mean, we shot the whole trailer, which I think uh, another whole piece gets released tomorrow. And uh, they're going to, um, you know, it's just like anything else. If, if, if you're, 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 you know, you've got X amount of dollars, you can either buy this kind of car. If you've got this amount of dollars, you can buy that kind of car. Right. So it's going to affect the quality of the movie because obviously the more money you have, the more explosions you can get. Exactly. You know, the more money you have, the more that you can bring on, um, you know, some, some sort of a bigger name to add to it. You know, I mean, you don't have enough money, you can get Brad Pitt to come in this movie, right? So <laughs> right. <laughs> that's kind of the, the game plan is to is to uh, raise the money and make this thing high quality. But you know, I think right now you might know better than me. I think they're right around forty thousand. Uh, let me look. 40, I, 40, I think uh, I got it right here. It's uh, yeah, it's forty three thousand four hundred and fifty six dollars raised right now by three hundred and seventy six right. backers. That's pretty badass, right? And that's cool. And none of us have funded yet. We're all. To my knowledge, I mean, I'm waiting towards the end to see what everything is at, uh-huh. you know, to kind of see. So I know a lot of us are kind of waiting to see, okay, you know, what are we close to at that point? Mm-hmm. But, uh, so yeah, so like I said, I mean, we could we could go and make the movie now, but, but it, with, with 45000 but it means everybody works for free. It means we have to get locations that aren't as good, less explosions, you know. Right. So they're going to try and do this right, and uh, I think... They've got a very, very well thought out game plan. That's all I'm going to say. It's not. This is not just slumped together last second. I mean, this is very well, very well thought out. So you mentioned earlier that uh, you know these guys are like they're they're trained assassins. Like, what are you what are you doing to prepare for this role? Are you doing like any crazy workout routines, or are you like learning how to move like someone trained by you know the military or anything like that? Uh, well, we had uh, we had experts on set, so okay. a lot of people were getting called in favors for, you know, obviously there's, everyone knows somebody. So we had we had people on set to make sure everything was done and handled right. Um, I'm not I'm not a big gun guy in my real world. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't own guns or go to shooting ranges. So we had people on set to do it. I'm a workout. I mean, I'm a gym rat, so I I'm always in the, always working out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's nothing different I had to do with that. But we had great stuntmen on set. We had great gun specials on set. And uh, and like I said, right now it was just the trailer. Right. So, uh, um, you know, there's... Uh, but it'll be... Like I said, we've got the money going. So this thing, this thing will happen. This thing will happen, for sure. That's excellent, man. Um, do you, wh- yeah. what's your what's your uh, what's your con schedule like? Where uh, where can people see you? Um, the next convention I go to is in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's June twenty fourth weekend, and then I head down to Brazil. Oh wow! Be really, really cool. Yeah, I'll be down in uh, Sao Paulo and uh, Fortaleza Beach, and um, that's gonna be a big event. It was just me. Well, oh, very cool, man. You're the star of the show. I'm the star of the show. So those are the next two. August is pretty busy. Um, I've got a, uh, I know I'm going to a three-city tour with Jason David Frank. So I think August I go to, gosh, I forget where. So many dates. I know Morphicon is in the middle of August. 
And um, there's one in, uh, I think it's, I forget, I forget which one. But the next one is Knoxville, Tennessee in June. All right, right on. Are you planning on going yeah. to Power Morphicon this year? You know, unless uh, some kind of a crazy filming schedule comes up, I definitely will be there. Right on. Um, yeah, I always say that because, you know, I was in Tokyo for three weeks, you know, a month and a half ago for a film. So it's like when that stuff comes up, you go, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. So um, so I'm slated to be there, but if there's any kind of a filming situation that comes up, that, you know, that will take us away. But as of now, I'm good to go. Well, very cool. Well, hopefully everything works out because uh, I'm making the my first trip out there because I'm, I'm an East Coast kid. You know, we're in Detroit. So uh, once I found oh, out. Are? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once I found out this was happening, man, I'm I'm making the trip out there. So uh, I'm going out there. I'm meeting up with a good friend of ours, uh, Aaron Coney, and we're just going to have a blast, man. Power Rangers all weekend. Oh, that's right. You know Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. We I called him before to help him out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You been you were on the show for like the last right? five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, now I remember. Now I remember. Very cool, man. Awesome. Um, well, if you could, uh, please plug your social media. You know where where people can find you on Facebook and Twitter and things like that, and then uh, I'll let you go. Yeah, it's the uh, keep a lookout because when I filmed in Tokyo, we can announce in July. Okay. So that's uh, that's that. I was another. I was I was a part of another very big franchise for their uh, for this film. Uh, my Facebook is the Jason Foss fan site. Uh, Twitter is the Jason Foss, and my Instagram is Jason Foss. Awesome, man. Can't wait to hear about your updates from Tokyo and, and excited to, to see this and the order really take off. Jason, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it, and we'll see you in August. My pleasure, man. Yeah, make sure you come over and say hello, and uh, great job in the interview. Will do, man. Thank you very much. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right. Yep. Take care. So awesome. I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Go to facebook.com forward slash Ninja Star Pod so you can click the link for the Indiegogo campaign for the order and donate to this movie because it is going to be great. That is all the fresh content that I have for you this weekend. Uh, What I'm going to play for you guys now is a panel from the 2016 Great Philadelphia Comic Con that we were in attendance at. It was the Johnny Young Bosch panel. Uh, Johnny is also a star in The Order, and I just thought this would be really cool to tag along with the Jason Fawn interview so you guys can kind of get as much Power Ranger stuff as possible for one episode because why not? We're all huge Power Ranger fans here. So... This is the Johnny Young Bosch panel. I was honored enough to introduce uh, introduce him on stage. Uh, the, the people from Philadelphia Comic Con were, you know, we were doing the panels as you guys know from listening to past episodes, and they were like, "You want to do his intro?" And I'm like, "Yes, I do. Sure." So, uh, no moderation for me on this panel, but it's still a great panel. Johnny's a great guy. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it, and here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 2016 Great Philadelphia Comic-Con Mighty Morphin Bleach Panel. What time is it? What time is it? Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Young Bosch. I a Facebook. All right, let me turn this off. Hi. 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 
Welcome to uh, my house. It's really weird. So, uh, if you don't know who I am, I'm Johnny Young Bosch. I was Adam in Power Rangers. Uh, after that, I uh, became a voice actor. I, uh, yes, Trigun was my first uh, anime, uh, Bash. Um, eventually, yes, Artemis and Ichigo and Lelouch and all sorts of other things and some games and whatnot. Uh, I also have a band called I Shine. Yes, E Y E S H I N E. You could check us out on the internet. Um, but let's do this. If you guys have any questions, then uh, I will attempt to answer those questions. Is that set up for people asking questions? No, okay, just raise your hand and then, yes. Yes. You don't have to come I'm very confused. Don't freeze up now. <laughs> Like the many years you've been doing stuff, what would it be? If I could redo one role? Yeah, like if you could re-race your Power Rangers. <laughs> if I could redo it. If I could take the knowledge I have now, yeah, that would be, that would definitely be the one. My first one, yeah. Yes? My top three? Uh, that's hard, because I don't know how to, I have like a top, like, 100. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, Nero from Devil May Cry 4 is one of my favorites. Uh, I currently really like uh, Nate in Yokai Watch. That's new. Um, uh, let's see, Vash, um, Ichigo, Lelouch, uh, Keeban Wolfsrain is another one of my favorites. But a lot of people don't know that one. Uh, Goku. That's not me. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't have to be me? Oh, other stuff. Okay. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, top anime. Let's see. How about that? It's uh, a good question. Vampire Hunter D, Bloodlust. Uh, Grave of Fireflies. Um, yeah, it's like, woohoo. Uh, Ninja Scroll, the movie. Although when I watched it the first time, I was like, whoa, what is all this? Ah, there's some parts in there, it's like, uh, I gotta turn this off. Uh, yeah, all right, there you go. Yes. What was it like coming in on Power Rangers? To replace someone? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just like, oh sweet, I'm on a show. So. I didn't think about like I replaced somebody. It didn't really, it it didn't really dawn on me till much later. Um, I mean, no, I mean, I I knew what what had happened, you know. But uh, I mean, like I'd go right, and we'd work at this park called Castaic Lake. We'd shoot there, and afterwards there'd be kids wanting autographs, and so we'd go up, and some of us would sign some autographs, and so you know the kids would see me dressed in black, and they're like, Zach, Zach. <laughs> Zach, over here! And I'd go over there, I'm like, uh, do I look like Zach? <laughs> I'm like, hi, Zach. I'm like, all right. 
Johnny Young Bosch, Zach. So, so there's a few of, few of those out there. Johnny Young Bosch, Zach's out there. Yes. Yes. A pair? Oh, up here. Up here, yeah, like, oh man, there's so many. Who inspired me to get into voice acting? Okay. What inspired me to get into voice acting was I needed a job. <laughs> Power Rangers was over, and I needed a job. Um, but uh, peers, uh, there's so many people that I like to work with, or I like to see on a show. Steve Bloom, Yuri, uh, Todd Habercorn, Stephanie Shea. You know, anytime I see a name like that on it, then I'm like, oh, this is going to be a cool show, you know? Uh, like, uh, I just, oh, Free, right? I'm, I voice Makoto in there, and there's like a bunch of dudes in there. And so it's kind of cool to be a part of like a, an all-star cast, you know? <laughs> yes? One of my favorites would be Nero Devil, from Devil May Cry 4. Yeah. And that was because like when I do like an anime, like Ichigo or Bleach or any of that stuff, it's, it's, already, it's already done, you know, um, in Japan. So they've already drawn it. So I'm just matching flaps. Not that that's easy, but I've got, I basically do whatever they've already drawn. If he's screaming and crying, I've got to do exactly that, you know? Um, but with Devil May Cry 4, I got to make that choice. You know, I got to make the emotional choice within that scene, you know, if I wanted to scream or cry or yell or whatever. Yes? Da-da-da-da? Isaiah? Yeah, I love playing Isaiah. Yeah. He is. I, I love how he likes to play people and, and yeah, see. He's like, he's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's great. It's great. Yes? Uh, what did you like most about voice Most? What did I like most about it? And what did you like? I don't know. It was just, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a script, so I got to make those choices, kind of like what I was saying. So it wasn't already drawn. I got to make whatever choices acting-wise, which was really cool. Plus, I got to go to Japan to do it, you know, because I did all the motion capture. So if you're, those, that's my reactions or my movements or whatever. So I'd walk around like this, that's me. <laughs> it's funny, uh, I, I went back, I was just in Japan doing some mocap stuff on another show, and, uh, and it, it, they, they had, it was me and another dude, and then there's a, a female, right? And well, so this guy, like we were playing multiple different characters, uh, not just like these certain, well, we, multiple characters. And mostly I was obviously playing a dude, and the other guy was playing a guy, and the female was playing a female. But there's one scene that required a couple females and then a dude. And so I was off the side, and I was like, Johnny, can you be the other female? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and so I'm just thinking, oh, it's like computer, you're looking to put, like, and it's kind of cool because they have a screen behind us. So even though we're in our spandex with, you know, where that reads our body, like you could see the computer version of ourselves up there. So I was like a girl, you know, in like heels or whatever. I was like, oh, that's so weird. And, uh, but, and then, but then as I, as, I, like, as I did the scene, right, I can't look back there and see it, so I just did the scene, whatever it was, and it was just walking. And then and they played it back, because like they all started laughing. And they played it back, and it's like, obviously the girl walks like a girl, and then the dude walked like a dude. And then this girl was just like, you know? <laughs> and I was like, wait, how did that, I didn't even walk like that. <laughs> Do I just naturally walk like this? You know, it was like so weird. And I was like, and they're like, can we do it again? I was like, I don't know how to walk like a female. And then I was like, I was like, so then I was trying to do this. 
and that sound, that looked weird, and they're like, all right, forget it. <laughs> we walk like everybody else. Yeah, I know, but for some reason, when I do it, it doesn't. It looks like some dude going like this. It's really weird, yes. So you had a role in Fate Zero? Yes, Leonosuke. You know, new series coming, there's a new anime series adaptation for one of the rounds coming out. Uh-huh. As Ryunosuke? No, no, it's, oh. it's a different round or something. Oh, uh, like, uh, yeah, I'd love to be a part of. I'm all, I'm up for game just about anything, really. Right. Uh, except for hentai. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yes. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, so how did it feel to once I was, once for me, once Power Rangers was over for me? It was, it was weird. It was a little bittersweet. Um, I, honestly, it sucked. Okay? It was like, it was like I was, we were having a good time. I was having a good time. And then uh, I was in the, we were all in the makeup chair, not all of us, but I was in there and a couple others were in there. The makeup artist brought this newspaper article to us and showed it to me and said, looking for new Rangers. And I was like, whoa, nobody told us. And so that's how I first found out. And so that's a real crappy way for, like they could have said something, you know? And so I think they were hoping to finish out Turbo, but then that made a lot of people upset. And they're like, screw it, we're leaving now then. And so, yeah. but they had planned it, you know? They, they knew they were gonna get rid of us. Uh, but uh, and so, okay, so going back to Overdrive, that was a lot of fun. Um, Every time I've gone back, the Koichi Sakamoto is the one who's brought me back. And I've always told, asked him, I was like, hey, can Adam die? <laughs> can Adam, like, do some morphing thing and fight and then die? Uh, they wanted you himself? to die? Yeah, I wanted Adam to die. Yeah, I did. I wanted... Huh? Yeah, in space with the broken morpher, right? I was like, dude, that's a yeah, perfect setup for it. He uses it, risks his life, and dies. And Koichi was like, no. <laughs> And then in overdrive, I was like, hey, can he die? I was like, no, he can't die. I was like, all right, fine. Um, so I couldn't die. It was fun to be the leader, actually, you know? Um, and I, here's the thing, it's like, uh, I didn't know a lot of what, I didn't watch the show after I left. Um, hardly watched it when I was on it. But I didn't watch it after I left, so I didn't know what it was like. And then I looked on YouTube to find a couple clips of just some Power Ranger stuff. And then I saw some Time Force stuff. It was just a couple small scenes, but it had like real acting. I was like, well, they're really acting in the show now. It's not, it wasn't as cheesy, you know, uh, from what I remember. And I was like, oh, cool. So I thought in Overdrive, when it came back for Overdrive, it'd be much more serious or something. Uh, but then, no, as soon as I got there, I was like, oh, it's just like I left the show. It's like, I'm saying more phenomenal in this one? I don't even remember. Uh, and then, uh, and so I changed a lot of my lines while I was there. And uh, I remember, it was fun working with the other guys, but there was, there was one of them that was like, you sure you want to read it that way? You sure you want to do your line like that? And I was like, I'm the leader. <laughs> so I'm going to do it this way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, the new Rita Repulsa look? Or yeah, I just saw it. Yeah. What's your opinion on it? I think that's cool. I think it looks awesome. You know, I'm excited to see what the suits are going to look like, right? Oh, yeah. They're holding off on that. Because they know if they screw up, people are going to be like, boo, you know? <laughs> so it's like, oh, they're all scared, right? I'm going to make sure this looks good. 
Uh, yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. What do you guys think? I kind of like that it's green because then you know they're going to be planning, they're kind of setting up the Green Ranger thing, you know? For part two, I mean. Place Carlos yeah. in Power Rangers in Space. Do you know what your question is? tell you about that space thing though because uh, when I came back right so I'm training uh, Carlos right um, and uh, it's funny because like I hadn't been on the show for a while Kuichi asked me to come back I was like sure that sounds like fun you know I had a cool fight sequence or whatever um, and then but there's a training sequence right where I'm training Carlos he's running up the stairs and whatnot right and uh, I don't they did show they, they might have showed one or two things I think in outtakes or whatever I don't remember if they kept showing the outtakes then but uh, there were a lot, because I don't know, I, I'm not trying to say he was on something, but he might as well have been, because it was like, it was like things that I was like, what's happening here, right? Because like, so he's running up the stairs in the sequence, right? I'm training him, so he's like, huffing up these stairs, right? And, and, and this take, this is an actual take, it's like action, he starts running up the stairs, and his pants start falling down. And they fall all the way down, but he just keeps on running. And I'm at the top of the stairs like, what? Like, you don't feel your pants down at the bottom right now? He gets up to the top, act like nothing. I was like, dude, your pants are down. He's like, oh, oh. He goes, we gotta do that one again. I was like, yeah, you think? And there's another moment where he's like, I think he's like punching or hitting bags or something like that. And then his, he just started drooling. Like, in the middle of the shot, he was like, and I was like, whoa. Like, can we use that? <laughs> but there's like, the guy was like falling apart. I don't know what's going on. It was actually rather funny. For me. Yes. Do I think the Power Rangers will reach 1,000 episodes? What are they on? 817. 817? Yes. I think they will easily reach 1,000. Yes, I did a lot. I did close to 200 episodes. Yes. Voice conversations with myself. <laughs> you know, sometimes that happens if it's like a new thing, a new character or a new role or something like that, or, or it's something I have to go in and I know I have to have a second or third voice and I start talking in that voice to figure something out, you know? Especially if I, it's usually games, like I have to do more than one character, so I gotta think up another, you know? I'm also doing this show called Space Racers, where occasionally I have to do like another voice. Um, and so I'm always like trying to think of something else. But not usually. And I'll tell you why I don't. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll try to do one if I can remember it, because I stopped doing it. Uh, 
was it? Chicken Monster House. I, I, this game called Wild Arms Four, um, and I was I played. I can't remember the name of the character I actually played, but then I also played miscellaneous monsters, right? And one of them was a giant chicken head. Like it was like it was like a baby chicken, like a baby chick, but with a big old head. And uh, and I was like I was like, oh, what is that supposed to sound like? And then Wendy was directing. She's like, I don't know, I like chicken. And then uh, I had to think of something, and I can't remember how it went. Hello, I'm a monster. And so that's the voice I was using, right? And so because it was so weird from my normal voice, this right here, I just kept talking like this everywhere I went. And so I did that, right? And I was working on this, this pilot, you know, which if you don't know what that is, it's like a TV show. It's what they shoot. It's like an episode to sell the show. And so I'm working on this thing. And uh, I'm going, the director's taking me around, introducing me to the other actors, and I'm being a goofball. I'm like, hello, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm Johnny Young Bosch, you know? And I'm like talking to people, right? And then he's like, oh, and this is, and I can't remember the guy's name. And I turn around, I'm like, hello, how are you? And it was a little person. And, and and he's like, hello, Mr. Bosch. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, uh, whoa, hey. Uh, and he's like, that's okay. People do it all the time. And I'm like, no, no, I wasn't making fun of you. He's like, no, it's okay. And I was like, no, I wasn't. I was, I was worked on this thing, and I, I had this voice, and I was just, and he's like, it's okay. And I was like, so I stopped doing it after that. I'm like, no more voices. No more doing weird voices anywhere. Yes. Yes. First off, how are you just inspired me to go into voice acting special effects? And I, I was wondering, do you have any advice for people who want to go into voice acting? That, uh, advice for people that want to be voice actors? Yeah. Um, act <laughs> with your voice. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, That's, thank you guys, thank you. That's it. Drop the mic. Uh, although this is going to cost money if I break it. <laughs> uh, yes. Was it your decision to grow your hair out that long? Was it my decision to grow my hair out? No. <laughs> but then why? Because Jason Frank had long hair, and he was maybe going to leave, and so they wanted me to grow my hair out so that if he did leave, it would fool some kids <laughs> into thinking I was Tommy. I'm like, well, that long-haired guy is gone. How about this one? Um, he's slightly Asian, but eh, it's okay. I do remember going, I went to Mexico for this thing, and uh, everywhere I went, right, and I had short hair, actually, but everywhere I went, the kids were like, Tommy, 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 and I was like, no, Adam, Adam. And I was like, Tommy. No. <laughs> it, was like, it was like the Black Ranger. And they're like, yeah, they knew I was a Black Ranger, but like every Ranger, I guess, was Tommy for them. <laughs> Tommy. I'm like, all right, whatever. I, said, I just started picking the kids up and flipping them. Here. <laughs> all right, come here, you little kid. Let's go get some tacos. <laughs> they have great taco stands. Taco. It's mostly cat, though, I think. Yes. I've voice acted with Vic a few times. Yeah, well, not only in Free. Um, there's been a few times that, uh, oh, there's a show that never made it, and I wish I had 
something to show here. Um, but there's a, uh, what's it, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Zexel. You guys know the Yu-Gi-Oh, Zexel, right? It already came out. Uh, four kids did a version. But while they were doing their version, the original Japanese company that owned it hired us to do another version. And it's a really good version of it, and Vic is in it, and I'm in it, and uh, it's a really awesome version. We finished the whole thing, um, but there was a lawsuit, and four kids won, so their version was shown, and not ours, unfortunately. Um, but uh, it was a really cool paid, version. Right? I still got paid, but it's sad because it was a really fun show the way we did it. And I think if people saw our version, they would actually really enjoy the show. It, you know what? It hurts. It doesn't hurt that four kids won. It hurts that ours is, it really is such a good show. You know, it really is. Like, we had so much freedom in making it fun and cool. And uh, everyone, had, did, everyone did great. And I'm not, not just me, but like all the other voice actors sounded great. And the music was awesome. And if you compare the two, they're so different. Like, four kids was really for kids. And ours was for kids, but it was anyone could watch it and you know maybe, maybe even shed a tear <laughs> is that good <laughs> I haven't been out here in a long time well I've never been here actually but uh, I haven't been to Philly in a long time your first time too how far was yours you said it was like Iowa, Iowa. okay 18 hours anybody else come that far no I haven't told the story have you guys heard my quarter story no. you know, who has heard the quarter story one person. Very well. I'm going to share this story with you guys because everywhere I go, I have to share it so that you guys know that I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right, so this is a totally true story. All right, so uh, you know if, when you, you uh, exit the, an off-ramp, right, off of a freeway, and there's like a, it'd be like a, a light there and there's an overpass. Can you imagine that? Okay, okay so this is it, all right? So I have to take the freeway to get to work all the time, so I'm coming back home. Every, anyways, any t every time I came home from work, or, or even going, like when I exit that off-ramp to go home, on that, where that light is on that corner before making a left on going under the overpass, under the overpass, that's weird to say, and uh, there's always like some homeless guy there. Always, there's always some homeless guy there asking for money, but I'm in my car usually, you know, at the light, and I'm like, mm, I don't wanna give him money because I feel weird, seatbelt on, they could jack me, right? And I can't really move defend myself. Uh, so I never gave money while in my car in the corner. But this one day, I, I, I pull up, I exit the off-ramp, and it's like four or five cars in front of me. It's a red light. It's like from me here to about the exit sign, right? So it's about that distance. And uh, behind me pulls up this monster truck. And all I see are just tires and a tinted window, and I can feel the vibrations of the monster truck. You know, it's like, right? And I can just feel that. And that, that just kind of freaks me out a little bit, you know? And in my head, I hear, monster madness, you know? And as soon as that light turns green, I know there's gonna be a bing, you know, it's gonna boom, drive over us. And so I have this imagination, like this thing playing in my head, like, as soon as this turns green, you guys better go because I'm going. Um, and I have this Ziploc bag that has some carrots in it. And I'm scarfing them down, finishing them up, you know, that they were left over from lunch. And I look over expecting to see some homeless guy on the corner again. But this time I see a homeless woman. And my heart went out to her. I felt bad. I was like, man, that could be my mom. You know? And uh, in LA, it might be the same here, but in LA, downtown, you have to pay for parking everywhere. So my cup holders are just full of quarters just for that thing, right? 
And I just finished these carrots, so I have this Ziploc bag that's empty now. And I'm like, you know what? I've never done this before, but I'm going to give her all these quarters. So I scoop up all these quarters, take them all out of the cup holder, put them in the Ziploc bag. And I'm like, dude, this is like two, three pounds worth of quarters. This is awesome. You know, this is great. You know, she's going to go change her life. So I roll down the window and I put the bag out like this. And like I said, she's like from me to the door over there, right? So I do this and she sees me. She has her sign and she goes like this. She puts it down and goes. And I was like, what? Wait, am I supposed to get out? Am I throwing it that far? I, don't, I'm, I can't, left-handed, I can't do this, you know? And I'm like, try, like, as I'm trying to like figure out what, I don't understand, the light turns green, and these cars, they take off, right? And so I have monster madness behind me, so I start going, right? And so I, I'm driving towards her with my arm out like this, and I'm like, wait a second, how's this exchange gonna happen? No, because now this guy's like right on top of me, so if I stop to give it to her, he's going over me. And so I'm starting to freak out, and I don't know, like, what if, what if, like, I can't just like throw it into her gut, and she's gonna be like, I'm good, you know, like a football player, or if she hangs onto it too long, I'm gonna pull her under the car, or if I hold onto it too long, I'm gonna get pulled out of the car and die. So I'm like freaking out, and I don't know what to do. This is all like two seconds, right? And then I'm like, Johnny, you're a martial artist. Just focus. That's, I told myself that. I'm like, yes. And so as I time it, you know, two or three pound bag of quarters, 20, 30 miles an hour, I look down, I'm like, mm, 20, 30 miles an hour, all right. So if all I have to do is go, and I'll watch it gracefully land into her hand. All right? So there I am, two or three pound bag of quarters going 20, 30 miles an hour approaching this homeless woman. And I go, now. And I release. And if you've ever been in an accident, time slows down. And I think, you know, God goes, whoa, 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 hits a slow motion button. Jesus, Moses, come here, grab some popcorn. This one's good. Is it recording? Because we're going to play this back when he dies. So there I am. I release. Time slows down. And I watch as this two or three pound bag of quarters flies in the air. All in slow motion. This heavy two or three pound bag of quarters, 20, 30 miles an hour, flies in the air and smacks her in the face. The bag rips open and quarters fall glistening in the sunlight. And the only thing I could do, my one reaction was this, no! And I'm going so fast that I screech around the corner. So it's like, from any other perspective, it was a drive-by quartering. Her, this is her face like this. So, like, I scream no, she's falling down, quarters sprinkling around her. I screech around the corner, there's nowhere to turn around. And the rest of my drive was like this. <laughs> Trying to do something nice. So if there's a lesson to be learned, don't give homeless people money while driving your car. That's a totally true story. Now, now, like I said before, there's always been a homeless guy standing on that corner. Always, always, every single day there. After that day, I'm not even lying to you. There's never been a homeless person there again. <laughs> every single day, I'm like expecting to see a white cross or something, some quarters maybe, but I've never seen a homeless person there again. So I think, and I say this all the time, that you know they meet under a bridge somewhere, it's like a barrel fire. There's a dude standing there, another guy walks up. Hey, how's it going, Ted? Hey, where's Sally? And the guy's like, if you didn't hear, she's dead. Some guy killed her with quarters. Wait, just enough to bury her. Yeah, so, true story. Yeah. Learn from me.
Guys, learn from me. If you, if you look up to me as a role model, don't. Do the opposite of what I do. <laughs> yes. Favorite one in Naruto? It was a Leaf Ninja 23. And it sounds like this. That's it, he died. <laughs> I've been a ninja from every village and I've died. Every, I, I know, I know. I've died so many times in Naruto, it's not even funny. Um, except for, I have Ginma. Ginma, he, he just vanished, I don't know where he went. Maybe he swallowed his toothpick and had to go to the hospital. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I should carry around a bag of quarters with me, you know? And I'll just have it on the table, you know? So if I don't like somebody, then I'll just pick it up. Just send a message, you know? <laughs> I won't, don't need to throw it, just hold it. On the off chance you have to catch it when you do I know. Man, it would have been awesome if she caught it, though. But then I wouldn't have a story to tell. She would have been like, boom! <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, you should have seen her. She was like, ah! <laughs> so often It's homeless time. What's your favorite Bonkai? What's that? What's your favorite Bonkai? My favorite Bonkai? That's not Ichigo's Bonkai? <laughs> uh, let's see. Kenpachi doesn't really have a Bonkai, but it'd be cool if he did. I think that should have been the end of this season, actually. Our, our series, it should have been like Kim Pachi like figured out his Bankai and it was like, Bankai! And it was like, the end. Um, Rangies is cool. Zabi Maru, right? Was it? Yeah. Yes? Which season was my favorite? It's hard. It depends on my mood. Uh, Zio was a lot of fun. You know, Zio and Turbo, they started giving me more things to do, you know? In Mighty Morphin, I was just a shy Asian guy. Um, and so that's all I did was like, I called myself the background ranger. You know, like, Tommy would be right here, you know? And, yes, hold on. And then, Kimberly be, uh -huh. yes, hold on. And then maybe Billy or something. Uh -huh. And then, <laughs> but then me and, me and uh, Karen would always be in the back like this. Right. What they say? What are we doing? Okay. We're good, guys. We're good. So I was always, I was always in the background. Yes. Two part. You only get one part, sir. <laughs> yeah, boy. Are video games or anime more challenging to voice? It depends on the show and the role, really. Um, it just, it really just depends. Um, but the hardest thing I ever did was this game, which I don't even remember the name. Actually, I don't think they gave us the name. It was like, it was like just two letters because they try to like keep it all secret. Um, and I didn't even have a character name. It was like a goblin and it was like a number, like 13 or something. Um, and uh, I remember I got the part over the phone. He was like, hey, we got something for you if you want to come in and do it. It's a game. And games pay pretty well. So I was like, yeah, sure. And so I go in, and then he's like, yeah, so the script's over there. So I went over and took a look at it. 
figure out what Goblin Number 13 is saying, and it's all vowels. And I was like, what is this? Uh, what is that? Yeah, and I was like, it's all vowels. What is that? And it's like, oh, it's goblin sounds. And I was like, I, I don't know any goblins. What does a goblin sound like? And I was like, yeah, you know, goblin, you know, like goblin noises. Uh, and then I, I was like, I got to think of something. So I was like, how about like, like that? And they're like, yeah, 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 that's goblin. So I was like, all right, okay, I'll do that. So I did that for like four hours. You know, it's like, you know? so like, all right, now you're on fire. You know, now they're electrocuting you. You know, it's like just nonstop, just you know, oh, you're falling. You fall and then get speared. You know, it's like just a ton of that, like for four hours, just screaming. And then afterwards, I couldn't talk. I was just like, oh, thanks, thanks for the show, guys. It's great. And then the next day, I was supposed to start work on this other show. I was supposed to do like a young kid voice, but I couldn't talk, so I lost the job because of that. And so, so whatever game that was, my least favorite. <laughs> no idea what it was. Yes. Okay, so um, my question is about how um, you know how. Do you have a two-parter? Did I answer both of them? Oh, sorry. Okay, I just re I remembered that he had a two-part. Yeah. Uh, what do you want? Tales of the Abyss. All right, uh, guy. Enter the amazing guy. There you go. Okay, so my question was um, how uh, on, on Power Rangers show, it's um, most of the action scenes are stock footage, right? But in Earlier on, yeah. Yeah, but in um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, yeah. that was all American made. Right. How different was it filming that than it was the regular show? The movie in general was just different, you know, like when, okay, so a TV show when we did our morph sequence, it was like, you just go in there, it's morph time, Mastodon power now, all right, you're good. It's like, oh, that's, that's it? Just one take, okay, cool. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they just reuse it. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna change the color or something, just reuse it, you know? And, uh, but then uh, the movie is like 30 times. It's morphin' time. All right, let's get it again. Same way? Yeah, okay. It's morphin' time! Just, they kept doing it like 30 times. Like, morphin' time is like, they, did, they shot everything so much. And we shot a lot of stuff that didn't make it in there, you know? There's a lot of stuff in the script, original script, that was just like, no, forget it, cutting it out. Originally, instead of fighting the ooze guys, those purple dudes, they were giant rats. Well, that would've been awesome! Yeah, it was giant rats that came down, you know, and we were fighting them. And our masks, they did different things, you know? Um, they used some of them, like uh, Rockies had that whatever thing, right? And the headlamps. But I don't know why, but the, the, the Mastodon helmet, it, the ears went out like, like that. Why? Like, hang on, guys, I can hear them. <laughs> no joke. So if you watch it, if you go back and watch that scene, you know, there'll be, I can't, there's like a shot, like one, maybe one frame, one shot, like a wide angle when the ears are like so much wider than the others. And you're like, that's what Johnny was talking about. They just cut that out. So there's a lot of things that were cut out. We shot that whole Dulcia training sequence. We did a whole different thing. Like originally, like, okay, so my training sequence was uh, originally, okay, the frog, instead of being bummed about it, it was like, you're, you're, you're it's supposed to be like, you're fast or quick and you have speed or whatever. Like it was like the frog had speed. And so my training was like trying to catch flies with chopsticks, you know? 
and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, so instead I pulled out my gun, my, my ranger gun, I was like, and started shooting them all. So then I was like the quick draw. That's the way there is, like each of our characters were gonna have an ability or a specialty, you know? But then they were like, no, Adam is the background ranger. Um, <laughs> put him and the other one of race in the back. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I joke, but I don't. But, uh, and so a lot of that stuff was cut out. Uh, we had a whole lot of training stuff that, uh, there's a whole different Dulcia too. There's not a DVD, but they have the, all that stuff, because we shot it, for sure. They yeah. just one out with, like, the extended special... Even the second movie. All right, how many of you guys saw the second movie? All right. Okay, so the first movie... Oh, I'll just tell you this. I added that frog line. That was like... I'll tell you why. Okay, so we got the first script, and Black Ranger, there's doing all this great action. I was like, oh, sweet. The next day, I show up to work. Oh, there's a new script. Huh. Wait. What? All my stuff was given to another ranger. I was like, oh man, wait, what happened? And then the producer's like, sorry, they complained. They have seniority over you. Uh, they've been here longer, so sorry. I was like, all right. Uh, and so I was bummed out, right? And so going through it, and like I told you, like the, the frog was supposed to be fast and whatnot. So we got to that scene. I just went to, to the director. And I was like, hey, can I just be bummed out about getting a frog? Because they're not really that fast. Um, I used to catch him in my backyard or whatever. He's like, uh, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll do it like the script says, but then one time maybe you just, we'll play with that. You can be bummed and maybe we'll figure out another line. And so I did that. I'm a frog. She kisses me or whatever. Still didn't make any sense because, like, what kind of power is that? You know? like, and when I'm fighting, I'm like, give me a kiss so I can be a prince or something. Um, and so anyways, in the second movie, the second movie there was a lot of stuff cut out too because, like, you didn't, like, when we went from Zio to Turbo, it didn't make sense, right? But the thing they left out was that the Zeo uh, power, if it comes in contact with water, it, the power go is useless. Um, so they showed a couple of things like that. And like, there's supposed to be a whole sequence with me and Nakia. So the Green and Yellow Rangers, like they're trying to save uh, Kimberly and, J and Jason. And so we go into the ocean and we're swimming and we're fighting these dudes under there. And we kind of, basically, our Suits get torn apart. Our masks are all shredded. We crawl off onto the beach, like our powers are fizzling out. And Tommy and them are somewhere else. They fall into the water and it doesn't work, you know? And so we had that whole sequence, like this way. It was going to explain why we needed to change to turbo. But then they, that was all cut. And so it was just, you know, right. They didn't, it didn't make sense then, right? It was like, wait, what? Um, and so anyways, so I was bummed about that being cut. So I was like, I'll get a green minivan. And I was like, hey. Can I, I was bummed out about being a frog. Can I be bummed out and be like, oh, I, got a, I got a minivan. The new kid gets a monster truck. I don't even have a family. You know, I thought it'd be kind of a funny thing to play off of that. And then they're like, Johnny, you are not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang it. All right. A Jeep? Hey, you want a Jeep? I had a green minivan. <laughs> That's not a Jeep. If you saw the inside of that thing, you would be like, what? Because I had to drive that thing. Man, and it looked like this. Like the floor was this. And yeah, and the seat that I was sitting on was a piece of junk. And they actually built like the other part, you know, when they, when they showed the inside, it was like some other, other cool set. But inside that thing, it was like, man, they took out all the carpet. It was terrible. Yes.
Uh, well, he's talking about uh, superpower beatdown, you know, how like uh, Tommy fought Ryu or whatever. And then I was there like in the alternate ending. So I was there as like, I show up and I'm like, hey, I'll fight you or whatever it was. But uh, I thought I was just hanging out. I didn't really think I was going to be in it. And then, because uh, I know that in the first one, I just spoofed, I ran up. I was like, ah, hashtag Hadouken. Um, but uh, I, I mean, it'd be cool if they did, but I don't. But nobody responded back like, oh, yeah, I want to see Black Ranger versus... Nobody did that. You know, there's like maybe five people. But everywhere I go, people say, that'd be cool. I'm like, well, maybe you should have posted that because now they're probably not going to do it. Um, but they, yeah, I did go do the waiting room thing with Jason Frank. Um, uh, and that was, that was pretty fun, too. Which I thought it was scripted. You know, I didn't know it was just all improv. The night before, I was like, hey, can I get a script? And they were like, <laughs> script. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I just showed up. We were just winging it. Have you seen The Waiting Room? You should go watch it. It's pretty ridiculous. Yes. I was going to ask if you could do Vash's laugh. Vash's laugh? It's one of the most laughs that I've ever heard. All right. Uh, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Something like that. Yes. Seriously, you said you made up a few lines. Give us some the episode of Operation Overdrive you were in when uh, Emma Lahana was talking about Dr. Rowe. He said, I still can't believe he's a doctor. That ad lib? That wasn't. No, that was, that was scripted. Yeah, that wasn't. Most of the ad lib was, well, most of the ad lib that, like the line, I, I mean, I might have made that line sound more normal. <laughs> Sometimes, like, the script was real, uh, like, there were so many cheesy things, you know. The only cheesy thing I kept was more phenomenal. Um, and that was because it was really weird, because I showed up for doing the ADR, because all the helmet head stuff, the ranger stuff, I had to go voice over, dub it, right? And so I showed up in Hollywood, and, I, and I'm in there, and uh, there's an engineer and myself, and then, so I'm just sitting around, and I'm waiting for 30 minutes, and then I'm like, dude, where's the director at, you know? And then finally, the engineer's like, hey, man, whenever you're ready, I was like, wait. Oh, I was like, are you directing? He's like, no, you are. I was like, I'm directing myself? He's like, oh, all right. So I go in there, I start doing all this stuff, and then I get to that part where, he, what's his name? Re, is it Rito? What is it? Lord Zed and... Thrax. Thrax, that's what it was. I always get confused. Oh, Rito was the other dude. Rito was Rito. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Okay, so they're kid. And so I cut him in half, and he explodes, right? And then the script says, more phenomenal. And I was like, I don't want to say that. And they're like, no, that's the one you have to say. I was like... But I never said it on the show. I was like, yeah, but you have to say it. I was like, all right. Fine. I did it. More phenomenal. <laughs> Wouldn't it have just been more fun to say awesome? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that they should have uh, played my music. They should have played Mighty Morphin when I showed up. They should have! They didn't. Because Saban would have charged them a lot. <laughs> I know. Yeah, wait, over here. Yes, you had a question. What was that? That laugh, easily one of the top 10 creatures I've ever heard. And the second is actually two small questions. One, who's your favorite Power Rangers villain? My favorite Power Ranger villain? Yep. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, uh, maybe Zed. Probably Zed. Uh, no, you know what? I like the putties. Just the putties. <laughs> no, they weren't lame. They're cool Japanese guys. <laughs> Let me hear your putty, putty voice. Ready? Go. 
Yeah. Isn't that funny? Who thought of that? It's like, we gotta think of a voice for these guys. What about, no. What about, no. Yeah. It's funny, huh? Yes. Yes. This world is made of love and peace. Oh yeah, I've seen him fight. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, is that it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought he did good in all his fights. My favorite one was the dude when the dude walked out in the Ninja Turtle outfit. You know, making fun of Jason. Like, you know, Jason's doing. It. He came out and the guy comes out in his Ninja Turtle thing to make fun of him. Like, yeah, I'm a Ninja Turtle. He's a Power Ranger, and I'm gonna beat him. And he gets in there, and then Jason beats him up. I know, but that guy was like trying to make fun of him. That's why it was great. Like, Jason Frank had to beat him. He had no choice but to beat him at that point. Yes? What are your thoughts on the Super Mega Force Legendary I didn't really watch it. Uh, because I, I, was, I sent it, and then I saw, like, they showed up, and then they didn't really do anything. So I was like, oh, man, whatever. Um, so I thought, from what I hear, it wasn't that awesome wasn't as awesome as if they actually brought a bunch of us back to fight. Which that would have been kind of cool, huh? There were some, but not that many. Yeah, but it was all like helmet though, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool? Well, he took his helmet off to go say stuff, right? Yeah. war. And then they fought, right? Yeah. He didn't fight without it, yeah. I like fighting without it, because then you can see it's us doing it. And that's amazing. Yes, I have. I'll tell you a story. All right, so this is during Zio, all right? And so I, I'm reading these scripts, and I'm like, man, this show, it's, it's, such, it's a kid's show. It's cheesy. Anybody could write it. It's, what, it's going through my head, right? And so I'm like, I think I could write one. So I will march upstairs to where the writers are, and I was like, hey, can I write an episode? And they're like, uh, sure. And so they bring me into this conference room, and they put these, this this box of tapes in here. This is the original Japanese show. So basically, you watch this and you pull as much footage that you can get from this onto ours to make, because it has to be super cheap. You know, just shoot the kids in school or whatever, but use as much of the footage, stock footage as possible. So you have to write it, so you have to watch it. So I started watching this episode. Just out of nowhere, I don't know what's going on. And uh, it's Zio. Yeah, and the, uh, the Rangers are looking for this faucet monster. And it's in this warehouse, and the rangers busting in this warehouse, and they're looking for them, right? Oh, no, the faucet monster. The faucet monster's doing something over here, and turns around, <laughs> and turns on its faucet. And it's got like a faucet for a face, and it's like spraying the rangers. And the rangers are like, ah, oh, water! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right? They're doing this kind of thing, and it's like, ah, and then it's cutting back to the monster, ha, ha, spraying them. And back to the rangers, ah, and the, it shows the rangers, and it's like water, and it starts turning like a brownish yellow. Cuts back to the monster, and he's got another faucet. He's zipped down, and he's like peeing on the rangers, like. And I was like, what? It's like, if we show that, kids all across America aren't going to be fighting. They're going to be peeing on each other. So, man. So I continued to watch that episode because I was like, this is really weird. And I popped in a couple more, and it's just a lot of weird stuff that I was like, man, I don't, now nah, forget it. I don't want to write it. <laughs> so I gave up. It took too much to think about. Yes. 
Yes. Are you, talk, you mean like in Zio there's more civvy, civilian fights? Less civilian fights? Well, they did, they did use a lot of stock footage in there. I think they ran out of stuff in Mighty Morphin. Um, and then Zio, but Turbo, I'm not really sure. I think they wanted to show more. Um, I just, I know that they gave us a little more to do, you know. Um, and I think Koichi liked to see us do stuff. You know, especially some of us that actually could do martial arts. They wanted to see it more, you know. And I loved it. That was my favorite part was doing the martial arts stuff. Like anytime I show up on set, it's like, what? when do I fight? I didn't care about talking. I was like, when do I fight? Sweet. I got a fight scene. Yes? Um, you did Aji recently. It's like a show on Netflix. Aji. Aji. So, was it easier doing a show just for Netflix compared to like, doing a show for like, going like, Adult Swim or something like that? Was it easier? Uh, well, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't say it was easier. It's, uh, it's still a show that I have to be the character and you know, be believable. Um, the thing that, the only thing that makes it easier is this story is really cool, you know? Um, so that's a pretty cool show. Might be, might be too much for some people to take, but it's a really cool show. Aji, yes? Is season two of Aji in the Is there a season two? I don't know yet. Maybe, maybe not. That is, uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to say, actually, so. So just keep staying tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned, and you shall see. Yes. What was that? Can I do Northern Shaolin on stage? <laughs> well, it's not that it's not that cool to look at, uh, you know, because it's it's animal styles. You know, it's like praying mantis. <laughs> it's just weird, you know. So, like, I mean, that stuff, like, I mean, more of the stuff that I do now is, is a little more practical. I mean, then it, we, did, we did both. It was like, we did the forms and we did the animals, but we also did, you know, regular fight stuff. But now I study kind of a freestyle martial arts, so there's a lot of, I mean, there is MMA, there's mixed martial arts, groundwork, a lot of groundwork, but there's a lot of Filipino stuff. So I could do some knife fighting stuff if someone wants to get stabbed. Uh, or some Kali sticks, some Eskrima. It's a lot of stuff that we're doing now, too. Um, in JKD, we do a lot of that. A lot of Filipino martial arts, actually, too. Um, that's kind of more what I'm doing now. Um, but uh, yes, Northern, the Shaolin was my original style. Yeah. It, was just, it feels weird to do any of that stuff, though. Snake! <laughs> Although it'd be cool if you know, fight and some dude, oh, yeah, yeah? Be like, uh, yeah, I don't want to fight you because you're crazy. <laughs> yes. Um, you do a line of Nero? Yeah, let's see. Uh. Okay. I, I, you know, I kind of vaguely remember that. That's the opening scene that's in the beginning? That one I kind of have to warm up for his way. He's, he's pretty much my natural range, but I won't hold my breath. Something else I think I know, like it's easier for me to do some of the shout stuff like, now I know what this hand was made for. Sending guys like you back to hell. <laughs> so somebody's panel over there. Hey, oh, you guys start laughing really loud. 
cheer. Now cry. Like, what's going on over there? Yes. Nothing happens, was it? Bite me. Bite me. <laughs> all right, so that's, I'll tell you a story about that. All right, so we're working, it's on bleach, and uh, Ichigo walks into this uh, area where the, was it the Iran cars? The, the visors were in there, right? Oh, that, yeah, that's right. They were up there, and I was like, finally, you finally decided to join us, is what the guy says. And Ichigo, in the Japanese, and in the script, was like, it was like two flaps, right? And it says, he goes, no way. And to me, that just felt really cheesy. I'm gonna walk out there and say, you finally decided to join us. No way. It's just, it didn't, I couldn't think of a way to make it sound cool, right? And there's two flaps, so I was just like, bite me. <laughs> and Wendy Lee was directing, she was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they kept it. So it was awesome. Yes. The morph? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Where, I don't have a morpher with me, but I can fake it. first did it, when I was first on the show, it was just like this. It's morphin' time! And that's it. And it cut to that screen, right? It's like we pulled it out of our butt, and that was it. <laughs> but, and then it was like, but then it got cooler. It became this, you know, right? Apparently, the mic decided it was going to drop itself. I know. It's like, yeah, that's right, Johnny. Oh, show us, show us uh, Zio. Come on. No, no, do it at the same time, both of you. Do it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Just, just. Go for it. It's more for time. Zero into four. Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, brother. Hard to remember those. Well, I, I don't remember Turbo. What is Turbo? Turbo. Shift into turbo. Yeah, but then you had like a special name for your car. Green van, that's what I called it. <laughs> like everybody was like calling her like, yeah, but, uh, whatever race car, man. I was like, green van. Green van now. <laughs> that, thing, that thing was terrible. <laughs> yes. Would I reprise my role as Ichigo? 
Yes. Yes! And I've been thinking about just going through the manga and just posting it on Facebook and then me voicing over it. <laughs> Am I out of time? I don't know. I don't know what time it started. Is somebody, uh, so I'm done. Is it? Do I, I do have a figure of myself. Come, you should come to my table. I think I still have one over there. Come to my table. I'll show you. It's like it actually looks like it was supposed to be Walter. <laughs> It looks like they're making Zach, and they're like, ah, oh, just make him look a little more Asian. <laughs> Let's paint him Asian, and then it would be perfect to sell to the kids. But uh, <laughs> thank you guys all for coming. Uh, I'll see you guys over the table. Love you guys. You can find me on Instagram and all that stuff, Johnny Ungbosch, or Facebook, or Twitter, or whatever else. Peace. That's it for this week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to check out the website, ninjastarpod.com. You can click the Awesome Deals link and show some love to our sponsors. Also, you can find links to our social media, and you can email the show directly. Send us your questions, opinions, all the above to ninjastarpod at gmail.com. Make sure you download the Podcast Detroit app so you can actually listen to this show live, available on Apple and Android devices. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or your favorite podcast listening service. We are everywhere. Literally, we are everywhere. We are proud members of the Podcast Detroit and Points of Interest Podcast Network. Thank you very much for listening this week. Next week, we have an awesome show lined up for you. I can't wait. Until then, that's a show.